Bye. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Sound Money Podcast. I am your host here, Steve McGarry. And on this episode, I sit down with Michael Wagner. He's the co-founder and CEO of a project called Star Atlas. Now, if you're seeing a trend in the previous interviews that I've had on the show here, NFTs or non-fungible tokens have been a topic of conversation. There is a lot of hype around the technology, and I personally am heavily involved in the space. And I'm really excited to share that I'm going to be speaking at NFT NYC this year in 2021. There'll be a lot of fun going to New York City is always a blast and uh, meeting a lot of incredible founders will be uh, really valuable. So I will be linking to that Medium post announcing um, me as a speaker, which is very exciting. But ultimately, in this episode, I sit down with Michael to discuss playing to earn. Now, this concept is around playing a video game and collecting in-game assets that you truly own as they are NFTs on chain, the blockchain, and you're able to effectively earn a real world income by contributing to this metaverse. And it is a really ambitious project here that uh, Michael goes through a lot of the details he dives into, you know, you don't necessarily have to understand all the components that go into this. But it's important to know that this is a big deal to be pushing the envelope like this. It's a very, uh, very broad scope that he's going on here with a decentralized exchange, an NFT marketplace, virtual worlds where you can uh, buy and sell land, everything in a ship you can own all the way down to, you know, the, the components that are on the ship uh, that comprise of the entire ship. So it is a, a huge project. And it was really great to talk through it with Michael. And it's built on something called Solana, which is a 50,000 transactions per second blockchain, very high throughput, and they are attracting some incredible projects right now. So uh, I really wanted to sit down and go through this. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview here with Michael Wagner, the co-founder and CEO of Star Atlas. What is up, guys? I am here with Michael Wagner, the co-founder and CEO of Star Atlas. What's up, Michael? Hey, Steve. How are you, man? Good to be here. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm really excited to dive into this with everything that's going on right now with the NFT space heating up. Uh, I'm really eager to dig into this. But before we get into Star Atlas, let's start with your your crypto origin story. You know, How did you get into this space and, and what brought you to start Star Atlas? Yeah, uh, well, I guess a traditional career it goes all the way back to uh, really finance, uh, portfolio management, and investment and securities analysis. I got introduced to Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies through a, a good buddy of mine, high school buddy of mine in 2013. Uh, he introduced me to this concept of, of altcoin mining with GPUs. And we grew, grew up in a group of kind of nerdy gamers called the Lanarchists. Um, this was... <laughs> You know, over the 90s where high speed internet really wasn't available. And so our weekends were spent lugging our, our CRT monitors and big towers over to each other's houses and uh, just drinking Mountain Dew and playing video games all weekend. So um, <laughs> this, this buddy started talking to me about mining altcoins. And it was intriguing to me, one, because I have a finance background and worked in, you know, areas of alternative assets and, and asset classes. And, uh, but more, I guess more than that was just kind of this concept of the ability to generate residual income off of compute power. 
Um, so, you know, really immerse myself into building out these rigs. I even custom fabricated a few um, uh, GPU rigs myself to house up to six GPUs and, you know, just dropped every dollar into it that I could. Um, this was right at the end of 2013. So really terrible timing uh, with respect to market cycles. Uh, altcoin mining ended up not being very profitable for very long, but it was enough to capture my interest. Um, and, you know, the reality is I've just been fully immersed in the space ever since. I, I never looked back. Um, and in fact, it was probably towards the end of 2015 or sometime over the course of 2016 that I was, uh, I just, you know, made the commitment, uh, quit my, quit my position in wealth management and moved full time into analyzing, researching and building within the cryptocurrency space. Um, at the end of 2016, launched my first company in crypto that was called, that's called Tokes. Um, and that was a decentralized financial infrastructure platform for primarily for the legal cannabis industry within the United States. And, uh, you know, we spent a ton of time on that, uh, had, had a few nice successes on that. And in the middle of 2020, with the same team that uh, we built multi-chain ventures with, we started laying the groundwork for Star Atlas. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's been an amazing ride. It's, it's, it's uh, crazy to look back over the past nine years and think about all of the things that have taken place and the, the uh, evolutions and, and innovations that I've been a part of. But, man, really exciting to be here. Yeah, love that. And I, I got in in 2013 as well, right before the Mt. Gox uh, bonanza, I guess you could yeah. call it, where it yeah. was just, I mean, people literally thought it was just over. I, after after that happened, after the hack, it was just, I mean, just a desert. There was just, no one was talking about it. It just felt like the end. And I remember that feeling very, very much um, in that same time frame, but that's really cool that you got into the tinkering side of things and that's how you, you got into it. That's really exciting. The, the mining side of things was very, very cool part uh, for me as well. But in terms of star Atlas, I'd love to dig into this a little bit, cause this is exciting with, you know, your Mark Cubans of the world, your Chimaths, all these like amazing entrepreneurs talking about NFTs. Now let's talk a little bit about what, what star Atlas is. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, I think we saw this trend. It's so difficult to stay ahead of the curve with, with the innovation. Uh, you know, you can be on top of something one month and the next, next month there's something entirely new out there that is trendy and hot and talked about and all of the capital moves in that direction. But um, we certainly saw the rapid rise in adoption of both DeFi and these, this NFT asset class over the course of 2020. You know, as I said, the, the team and I, we are really long time gamers. And when we were looking for a new opportunity um, and also assessing what was going on in the existing blockchain gaming space, um, we saw a few gaps that could be filled. And so, um, you know, when we talk about Star Atlas, there's at least three elements that we should cover. Uh, first of one is the, the first of which is the game concept itself. Uh, the second are, it would be the blockchain mechanics and financial incentives. And then uh, really longer term opportunity and third component will be the metaverse concept. Uh, so with respect to the game, the title, uh, what we wanted to set out to do was build out what would be a top quality game, you know, a so-called triple A title quality game that would be attractive to a mainstream audience. Uh, we didn't want to go after a niche that is, you know, blockchain gamers. We wanted to go after building out a, a, a title that could be player, playable worldwide. So that was our first objective. 
uh, we are quite fond of sci-fi and of the space themes. And so that was the, you know, those were the elements that we we're building into this. It is a uh, space exploration, territory control, political conquest uh, style game, uh, similar to like a, an Earth and Beyond from early days or, uh, you know, EVE Online, Star Citizen more recently. But uh, space themed MMO, wherein the player can hop into a spaceship and go explore the universe. Uh, we are building the game in Unreal Engine well, 5 when that comes out later this year, uh, which is going to give us access to some of the highest uh, graphical fidelity ever seen in a game engine. So, uh, you know, fully real-time rendered, cinematic quality game fidelity. Um, moving into how do we enhance that experience? Because obviously games are out there that have built around this theme previously. Uh, you know, we have this deep background and knowledge and expertise in cryptocurrencies. And so we can do a couple of really cool things with blockchain. Um, the first of which is delivering all of the assets as NFTs to the players, you know, to be purely individually owned. Uh, so within our universe, this is, you know, everything from your ship to your crew members, the components and modules that you add to your ship, owning virtual land in, in the universe, equipment on that land, all of these things are, you know, in, uh, NFT assets owned by the player. Of course, uh, the in-game tokens, uh, the currencies of the game are crypto native as well. So they're both crypto assets. Uh, we have a dual token system in the game. Uh, the first of which is Atlas, which is the transactional currency. This is similar to your in-game gold. Um, you know, best, way to, best way to put it, you're using that for consumables, for repairing your ship, for uh, refueling your ship, anything that essentially has an operating cost associated with it in-game, uh, you'll be spending Atlas currency. Our other token is, is a governance token called Polis, uh, which is dual purpose itself. Um, within the Atlas universe, it gives players the ability to politically control regions of space and do things like impose taxes on other players that are operating within those zones. So you might own land in a region, but there's a government body that oversees it and will have the ability to tax you or impose fines or set laws and rules. Yeah. Outside of the game, Polis is, acts more as a, a DAO-like token wherein the player can actually um, drive and guide the development decision-making process longer term. So being able to influence things from us as a game development company, such as perpetual inflation rates on the game, or what is the asset issuance rate? You know, what's important with all of these NFTs that we're launching is that they are all finite supply. Uh, now we have some really neat mechanics that lead to deflationary uh, a components of both ship destruction and asset destruction, but perhaps we can get on, you know, touch on that a little later. But um, that, and then even things like uh, they can vote on feature development or, you know, perhaps a ship class that they would like to see uh, released next. So that, you know, that kind of encapsulates uh, Atlas and Polis. And then the other elements that we've built in are direct DeFi components. So NFT marketplaces facilitated through decentralized exchanges. Uh, we are building this game on Solana as our layer one protocol. Um, Solana has some great benefits in that they are very high transaction throughput, highly scalable network, extremely low transaction costs. And then, you know, the team is, is a high caliber team that's actually building out the network. And I would say beyond that, the ecosystem and adoption that we've seen within Solana is very impressive. And so that was important to us. Um, but building on Solana gave us immediate access into Serum, uh, you know, decentralized exchange and decentralized exchange API. So we're using that for things like 
for things like the NFT marketplace, uh, liquidity pools for both Atlas and Polis, and even going so far as liquidity pools on, on um, user assets wherein they can essentially securitize the NFTs that they own, place these into the pools, and then generate some form of yield or otherwise income off of those assets. Hmm. Yeah, um, the metaverse concept is, is really longer term for us. Um, it's a pretty big topic. So maybe we put that one on, on hold for right now and just see if you have any other questions. Got it. Yeah. In terms of the, uh, I'm really fascinated by, you know, Solana, I've, I've done a, a video or two on them in the past and talked about them multiple times. I think it's a great, a great protocol. I, I'm not as familiar with the serum concept. So with that example, I'd love to just high level dig into that a little bit in terms of if I have an in-game asset, I could go to this NFT marketplace that's within Star Atlas and I could get some yield off of it. Like I could kind of stake it. Is that how you're looking at it? Or is it with the Polis uh, token that's kind of like the delegated proof of stake way of doing this governing concept? Is that what I put on the marketplace to stake? How, how, how do you see that working out? Yeah, kind of all of the above. Um, so uh, the NFT marketplace, by the way, will be directly built into the game via the user interface. So we, we want to make this as simple as possible. Um, same thing with respect to attracting a mainstream audience to blockchain, by the way. You know, mm -hmm. this should be an entertaining and enjoyable gaming experience first and foremost. It, we shouldn't convolute it or make it confusing with blockchain, right? The block, yeah. blockchain all happens on the back end and it's kind of directly embedded into the game client. Um, so, uh, you know, the NFT marketplace wherein players can exchange directly with one another, it will, it will feel just like another part of the game experience. When you go to the trading deck and you start to make these trades with other players, it just so happens that the settlement of all of those transactions exists on the Solana blockchain. Mm -hmm. um, now, uh, there are a couple of components for both staking and yield generation. Um, for example, if you just own the Atlas or Polis token, you can, you can stake that and there will be yield elements associated with simply staking your token, rewards that get paid out uh, as a component of our inflation curve. Um, you can also go in and create liquidity pools yourself, just like traditional, just like we're seeing right now in a lot of these DeFi um, protocols wherein you, know, you can do an Atlas and Polis pair and as if you're you know, contributing equal proportion of each of those to the pool, you're going to be getting trade fees and you're also going to be getting some of the uh, governance token or, or Atlas token as a reward for providing liquidity. Um, and then the other, the other component that's really cool is this concept of securitization of your NFTs. Um, there are a few protocols that are working specifically on this, but the idea is that, uh, you know, NFTs naturally are, uh, they're non-homogenous, right? That's by definition, they are, heterogeneous assets. So it's not as simple to put, you know, multiple NFTs into a single pool and have them traded against one another. Um, however, we can put multiple NFTs together into a pool, determine a, a kind of a fair value for those and allow that to, in a way, become an instrument that people trade against. So either that and or the ability to loan out your NFTs to other players if they're not in use, which I think is really compelling. It's almost, you know, it allows the player who owns this asset to monetize, you know, monetize the value of that even when they're not playing. So mm -hmm. in our case, we want, we want to deliver a true play to earn uh, um, gaming experience wherein if you're earning 
uh, tokens in game, if you're earning Atlas from your gameplay, you can extract that. That transcends the game universe and you can sell that on exchanges and get you know whatever your national currency is back. But what happens to the assets when you're not playing because you're not going to be spending all the time in this game? It's, I think it's a really cool idea to allow them to effectively loan that out on chain so someone else can use it to earn income in the game and yet pay a portion to the asset owner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love the play to earn concept. I think that that's truly disruptive to things like I often use the example of Fortnite skins, you know, with if Fortnite becomes irrelevant in five, 10 years from now, those skins just fizzle away with, with the game itself. And I think these types of play to earn concepts are, are brilliant. And it's gonna, you know, when you were doing the Lanarchist many, many years ago, I think it's a, a cool way of saying like back then, if you would have had the play to, to earn concept, you know, some of your friends could have been career gamers at this point, you know, with your, if you're making that much off of these, these games. And I love that just the, the economics around that is really fascinating. So you got three moving parts, uh, from what I understand, you got the Atlas token, the, the Polis token, which is really cool. Cause you, it's kind of like a delegated proof of stake way of, of, uh, governing, uh, which I think is cool. And then you have the marketplace in terms of, uh, what stage you guys are at now. Cause that's a lot to bite off. How big is the team and where are you guys distributed out uh, about? Yeah, I, and I want to be you know, very transparent. We are still early stages of development on this. Um, you know, as I said, we just conceptualized it mid last year, went through all of our pre-production planning. Um, uh, so we have you know, great roadmap uh, and strategy behind us in terms of how to execute on this, uh, but we really did just break, break ground on it in January. Um, now we went from a team of five people in December working you know, directly on the concept to about 38 people currently. Uh, so we've scaled quite a bit over the last two months. Uh, this is predominantly on the art and design side, as you can imagine, you know, what we're building here is very art intensive. And so um, that's where the majority of our investment is going is developing out those, uh, those features. Um, the roadmap ahead of us consists of uh, what will effectively be an auction series coming up in April. Uh, the auction series is, you know, this, this is tapping into the interest in NFT collectible art. And what we'll be doing is launching um, a, a, there's still some internal discussion around the exact strategy, but, but uh, it is likely to be one of one uh, digital art collectibles launched once per week for 14 weeks. Now, each one of these collectibles is going to introduce a, a component of the lore of Star Atlas. So the origins of this universe, how we came to be and where we're at today. Um, after the 14-week the auction series, uh, that takes us up to July, where we will have a minigame uh, experience deliverable for players. So this is not the fully immersive 3D version of the game that's built in Unreal Engine, but it is an in-browser experience that allows the player to engage with numerous gameplay loops and perhaps more importantly, be able to participate in the financial incentives that we have developed out via blockchain. Got it, got it. And then, you know, so from there, it's another nine months to one year be before we have the first module of a 3D gaming experience delivered. So sometime in, in Q1, Q2 of 2022. And then with respect to the team, uh, we're a highly decentralized organization ourselves. Um, we have 
you know, employees in either 13 or 14 countries around the world, um, you know, no real centralized operations, uh, no centralized office where everybody works out of. And um, yeah, so it's, you know, relatively large, large team to date, but working from everywhere around the world, which by the way, is really cool because um, we get a lot of cultural influence uh, from all of these different designers. And, and I think that that's cool. We're really going to be able to capture kind of the vision uh, of people from, from everywhere. Nice. Nice. I like that, that the, yeah. the culture from developers and designers from all over, that's great. Adding yeah. culture to it. That's, that's a cool thing. So the final question I have is about Stardust. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting Kanan at, at Stardust and was curious, you know, what your experience has been using it. I think it's a, like a backend management platform, uh, kind of like engine, as far as I remember it, what's that been like, uh, for you guys? Yeah. Kanan is amazing. Um, uh, and really looking forward to working more with him going into the future. In fact, uh, Stardust was one of the reasons that we also strongly considered Solana when we were selecting a, a protocol to build on. Um, and somewhat coincidental or serendipitous that we had, uh, there's all these space themes, by the way. Um, Solana has kind of a, a vaporwave or kind of cyberpunk feel to it, which I loved. Um, but, but, you know, they're building out Wormhole, or well, it's, it's delivered now, which is the interoperability, the bridge between Solana and Ethereum. Uh, space theme. We're you know we're Star Atlas, and then there's Stardust over here, who's building out a backend you know blockchain implementation for game developers. Um, so for the, this initial phase, we are building out the blockchain components ourselves, uh, but we are working closely with Kanan on how we can deliver a managed blockchain experience uh, going into the full game development in the future. Um, it's it's uh, you know we're just coordinating based on where they are in their development and where we are in our development and you know we want to have those two intersect at some point in the near future very cool yeah. very cool well those are all the questions uh, that i have for you michael you know you've clearly you've gone from five people in december to now you know almost 40 people which is really impressive i'm excited to follow the project where can people go and learn more about star atlas yeah, I mean, we've seen some amazing uh, encouragement from the community and just very rapid growth. Uh, you know, definitely take a look at us on uh, or check us out on Twitter. Uh, it's it's Star Atlas, at Star Atlas Game. Uh, you can join the Star Atlas Discord or you can join the Star Atlas uh, Telegram channel. That's where most of our information is coming out currently. Uh, we have announcement channels in both, but uh, if if you haven't seen it yet, we have some really cool art concepts that are being dropped regularly on both Twitter and in Telegram. So I uh, would highly encourage you to do it that, uh, uh, to, to see those and, and connect with us directly in Discord. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show, Michael. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it.